0: Welcome to She Builds Empires. I'm your host, Bridget Eileen Cisco. This is the show where I get to interview the coolest, most badass women entrepreneurs who have built six, seven, and eight figure businesses. We highlight the woman behind the success, her journey, the ups, the downs, and we learn how the heck she built this empire. My guest, Alicia Kramer, is an internationally recognized business mindset expert who specializes in helping her clients who are fellow business owners quickly shift their subconscious blocks so they can ultimately create more money, success, and fulfillment. She is known as the go-to hypnotherapist for entrepreneurs and has helped thousands of clients over a decade in business. I love talking to Alicia. She is a serial entrepreneur. She is grounded. She is down to earth. And in this episode, we talked about all things mindset, limiting beliefs, exploring the subconscious, and hearing more of her story to how she's built this incredible empire. Make sure to follow and subscribe to the show to see all the new weekly episodes. Hey, Alicia. Welcome to She Builds Empires. I'm so grateful that you're here today.
1: I am grateful to be here. Thank you, Bridget.
0: I told you before we started that I had to plug your podcast, The Mind of Business Success, because I've just been loving listening to it. You always have such great conversations with just good people. So thank you.
1: Oh, well, thank you. I love doing that podcast. It was interesting how it came about. I don't know if I ever told you that story, but um, I'll share it real quick because it's, it's a fun one. So over, I think it was just over 10 years ago, I had a different podcast. And when I rebranded, I got rid of that podcast because it didn't really quite fit. At that time, I was a, more of a general hypnotherapist. I was beginning to uh, focus in more specifically on working with business owners. Um, and when I went more like I'm more fully committed to focusing on working with entrepreneurs. It just didn't make sense to keep doing that the way that I had been doing it before, but I had met so many incredible people doing that podcast. Now podcasting is like, everybody's doing it. You know, back then, um, we recorded the episodes, um, I think on, on a conference call line, uh, so the, the quality was like awful, but you know, it, it was a really great experience. And there are people that I'm still connected with to this day, uh, that I met from doing that podcast. And so fast forward, um, I launched the mind of business success podcast, October of, um, 2021 it's now we're in June. um, So not even a year old, I'm networking with all of these incredible people. And I'm thinking to myself, how can I add more value to all of these people that I am forming these relationships with these different, um, you know, potential strategic partners, collaboration partners. And I thought to myself, you know, if I do another podcast it's a way for me to, you know, help showcase work that other incredible business owners are doing. And so of course, you know, there's also the element of it. A lot of people are podcasting because it brings brand awareness and um, you know, there's all of those other benefits as well. That really was my motivation was to connect with more incredible successful business owners to collaborate with, and also to help promote my inner circle, the people that I'm, you know, I'm networking with, I'm, I'm partnering with and I was originally going to do one episode a week. I thought, not a big deal, right? I'm really busy. I actually have multiple businesses and um, I can handle doing one episode a week. Well, what ended up happening was I put out the word that I was doing the podcast and I was inundated with um, guests, which is not uncommon because everybody is like, I need to be on podcasts. Um, but what ended up happening was I was originally just gonna do an initial push where I was gonna record a whole bunch of content, they were gonna do push it out, get a whole bunch of episodes out, market it, and then drop back down to you know the the once a week. Well, what ended up happening is it sort of just took on a life of its own. And um I even tried to go down to two times for a while. And I had such a backlog of um, guest inquiries that I was like, okay, well, three is the sweet spot. And so within this short window of time, this few months, uh, the podcast has been doing great. We were, you know, we're already in the top 10% of all podcasts globally. And it's sort of just kind of taken on a life of its own. And it's become a real like passion project for me to spread the message, which is my message, which is you know what? It's okay to be imperfect. None of us are perfect. No matter how successful you become, you're still going to be working through your stuff. You're going to bump up against your fears, your insecurities. Let's stop pretending like successful people have it all together. And let's embrace the fact that we're all just growing and we're busting through this stuff and we're up leveling. And that is okay. It doesn't mean you have to wear it all on your sleeve. It just means let's, Stop pushing all of this stuff in the closet, like these, you know, things that we're so ashamed of and showing other business owners, no matter what level they're at, doesn't matter if you're just starting out, if you've been in business for five, 10 years and you're sort of struggling, um, or you, you've grown your business and you have a multi-million dollar company and it is an expansion mode. Doesn't matter where you're at, to see your peers are also going through the same stuff, the same mindset stuff that you are helps to create a sense of, you know what, maybe there is nothing wrong with me. Maybe I can achieve this next level goal that seemed so elusive because I thought I was broken and unfixable. What if I, what if I also can overcome the imposter syndrome that's been holding me back or the, you know, huge fear. And so it's become sort of a labor of love that is a little bit bigger than I expected it to be originally.
0: Yeah, I've really been... I've been enjoying the conversations and, you know, one of the things you asked is what is the mindset block you've, you've had to overcome. And this kind of leads us into you and everything that you do. You know, you're a hypnotherapist, a business mindset coach, a mom, a partner. So can you just introduce like you as Alicia and everything that you have been and accomplished?
1: It's a big question. So yes, I am. All of those things. (laughs) Uh, So I um, am a serial entrepreneur. I absolutely love business. I wouldn't say that I'm always necessarily uh, at the top of my game, um, but that's what business is about. Um, My passions are very much my family, my children. Uh, They're my big why. That's like my biggest why of all of the whys. And right up there with that is my clients and helping my clients to get out of their own way because I know what's possible. I came from struggling. And and when I say struggling, I mean financially, emotionally, mentally. I struggled with alcoholism. I struggled with depression. I struggled with post-traumatic stress disorder in my uh, mid-20s after I was assaulted. I I mastered struggle and it sucked. And um, if I can get through it, you know, and my clients, I see them, they're breaking through these things. And it's like, I know what's possible. And when we're stuck, it doesn't seem possible. And we just need someone who knows it's possible to hold that space for us and to guide us through that. So we can start to break through those barriers and achieve the things that like our heart is calling us to do. And that's, that's kind of in essence, you know, who I am. I'm not the businesses. I'm not even the labels, right? The mom, the, this, the, that, the wife, the, whatever um, we, we all are wearing all these different hats and we've got all these different roles and, and it makes us uniquely who we are. And um, I think at the core of us, we all just know that we're reaching for that thing that makes us feel like we're doing our part.
0: For you, what made you or what, what inspired you to go in the direction of the mindset work, the hypnotherapy work, as opposed to just the business, the outside business building work?
1: Well, I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur when I was 18. Um... And I dabbled a little bit in like some network marketing and, and those types of things and really just didn't get much traction with that. I had a lot of self-confidence issues, which is not really conducive to getting out there and selling, um, you know, these types of things. But in my early twenties, I was, I was 21 and I moved from Wisconsin uh, in the United States to California, which is a pretty, pretty lengthy move for a young woman and, um, just packed up what could fit in my car and went and decided I'm going to, I'm going to start this online storefront. And that was back before Shopify and all the things like made it easy. So like back then you actually had to like really do a lot more than (laughs) you do today. Um, but I didn't have the right mindset. I had so much scarcity. I had such um, a naive way of seeing the world and business. And at the time there was so much online, so much marketing this um, this sort of fantasy life, like buy my $97 ebook and I'm going to teach you how to make millions online. So then when you go into business that way with all of these false ideas of what business actually is. Needless to say, it did not work for me. I ended up filing bankruptcy on that business. And it was incredibly emotionally devastating, especially because at that age, I still had problems with drinking and problems with depression and things like that. So I ended up moving back to Wisconsin and um, the dream of being an entrepreneur never really died. And so I took a couple like small cracks at it here and there, but it wasn't until... I was 25 and I was assaulted and I really hit my rock bottom when I had the symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. It was so painful emotionally. There was so much fear and I had to find a cure. It wasn't just going to be a go to a doctor, they're going to give you some medication and that's going to take the edge off. It was me committing to myself that no matter what I had to do, I was going to do whatever I had to do to heal myself. And that led me on a very, very deep, deep healing journey. I booked sessions with hypnotherapists and EFT practitioners and all different types of energy workers. And I immersed myself in mindset. I immersed myself in Tony Robbins and Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer and Bob Proctor and all the stuff. And I was changing And what ended up happening was my transformation felt so profound to me because I'd been the girl that was so depressed and struggling for so long. And I started to feel different about myself and I wanted to help other people. I knew that was the spark where like, I know what's possible. I know you can heal these things. And I just wanted to help people. So I opened an EFT practice. I did the advanced EFT training. That's back when Gary Craig was, um, you know, still um, you know, kind of pushing the EFT movement, um, before it's become what it is today where now everybody's, you know, got their own take on it. Um, but I learned from, from him, like how to do it the OG way. And I started working with people and as much as I loved the results that I was getting with my clients, I just wasn't getting enough clients. I still didn't have the business side of it down. And, um, I ended up getting a job and that was another setback. You know, that was another like devastating moment for me. I was managing a cell phone store for a couple of years and then surprise, surprise, I got pregnant with my, my first child. And that was the next sort of, you know, turning point for me because now it's like, I have to get business right because I want to be able to raise my son on my own terms. I cannot send him off to someone else to raise him while I'm working at this job that is sort of like sucking my soul. And so I went back to school. I got my certification as a hypnotherapist from um, HMI because I knew that was another one of those modalities that was so transformational and it almost was like divinely orchestrated. I have to say, it was one of those things where I put like this kind of heartfelt prayer out into the universe. And that was sort of the guidance that I received. And I was scared. I didn't know if it was going to work, you know? Um, but I, I had to, I had to take a leap of faith. And, um, so I did. And I, I was pregnant and managing a cell phone store. And I went back to school, got my certification as a hypnotherapist. I actually got my master's degree in metaphysical science. Uh, And I mean, like literally just full on and decided to open my brick and mortar hypnotherapy practice in January of 2010. And that finally was when it like started to click. It's like, okay, time to get business right now still all the mindset stuff simultaneously. It's like, you can't just have one or the other. It's always both. But what ended up happening was I ended up doing consulting work for business and doing business development consulting simultaneously while I was helping clients with mindset. So I had these two different divisions of my business and As much as I love helping people grow their business with the develop like the, you know, business development stuff, the marketing and sales and all that stuff, I feel like my real genius is helping people with the mindset piece. And that's where I focus so much more on with the work that I do with my clients today.
0: How did you navigate your own mindset? blocks and the things that came up as you were, you know, building this, I mean, it's 2022. So 10, 12 years ago, you had a brick and mortar store. What came up for you during those times?
1: There's so much, I mean, I couldn't, even if I took like a serious trip down memory lane, I don't think I could even honestly convey just how much, there has been. but just like I tell my clients, it's about using the tools, you become more mindful when you're bumping up against that internal stuff. And when you know, it's possible to shift that. And then you start to reach for, you know, what are the tools that can help me to shift this? I'm always working on my mindset always. And, you know, I listen to, I listen to hypnosis, sometimes my own, sometimes other people have for years. I don't just, you know, preach it. I practice what I preach affirmations, subliminals, all the stuff, all of the, you know, the, all of the different techniques, EFT, um, you know, releasing all of the different processes to help with the stuck emotional stuff, the, you know, the stuff that really trips us up, um, and immersing myself in trainings with coaches and mentors and reading. I mean, it's lots of reading, lots of programs, lots of stuff, because when I grow, I'm better able to serve my clients as well. So it really is sort of, I look at it as like a win, win, win. And that's helped me to overcome a tremendous amount of resistance and obstacles and setbacks. And like everyone else, um, I get frustrated sometimes too. It's like, damn, you know, why is this coming up? You know, I, I should be further along than this. Um, but if I'm really honest with myself, um, how far I've come is pretty amazing. And, um, and it's the same with all of us. You know, we just need to take a pause sometimes when we're having our mental temper tantrum, like to call it the ego is having its temper tantrum, um, and look objectively really at how far we've come. Um, because we need to get our heads straight so we can keep going.
0: Such a good reminder. Such a good reminder. I've been in this space personally of a lot of expansion, a lot of new opportunities, and a lot of that resistance, you know, coming into my own space. And I'm so grateful for some of the practices that I, I lean into as well, because we need that type of internal support. And I know so many business owners and I get caught in this myself too, but they're only focused on doing the right things that they were told to do or they learn to do. And where in that process does this internal mindset work come in? And why aren't they seeing the results? Because they're doing all the things, but they're not seeing the results.
1: This is probably one of the most painful things for people, I think, Uh, just based on my many years of working with clients, hey, when you buy a course or you take a training program, and you know the the, the guru on the other side of that, um, they've got all of the evidence. Look at this person's results. Look at this client's results. Look at how incredible this person's transformation is we go through that process. We go through that training. We start to implement and our results don't look like that. And what ends up happening is we start to go into a lot of disapproval, self disapproval. Um, Sometimes you're blaming and shaming, right? Oh, that person, you know, sold me the snake oil or whatever it is. Um, But regardless of what the mental emotional process is it's usually not good and it tends to further complicate our belief in our own abilities now we tend to have a lot of old beliefs old self image stuff That does not match what it is that we are wanting to create for ourselves in our life and in our business. When we see someone who's got a certain result, we've got to remember they're lined up with it mentally, emotionally, vibrationally. If we're not getting the result we want, it is oftentimes because we're not lined up due to certain old beliefs. And none of us really want to look at those things because they don't feel good. So now if I'm honest with myself and I'm not getting the results that I want, I've got to look at, you know, what, what do I believe about myself? Who am I? Who do I think I am? Am I the person getting those results, is that who I really am? We have to start to be objective. I love to use that word because objective means that we're looking at sort of the facts, right? We're, we're being unemotionally triggered by the data, so to speak. So now I can look and I can see, okay, you know, I still feel like that timid little girl that I felt like growing up that that girl that never got picked to be, you know, on the the dodgeball team, right? Like I was the awkward one that always got picked second to last. And so when we still are holding on to these old self-image things that directly contradict who it is we are creating ourselves and our businesses to be. We can be doing all this stuff. You can be doing the webinars and the Facebook lives and the podcast interviews, you can be doing all the stuff. And you see Sally over there. She's just knocking it out of the park with all those same things. And why am I not? But when we can start to look objectively at these things, now we're like, oh, shit. look at that. I'm still holding onto that fear of, disapproval, that, that deep rooted fear, that sense of massive insecurity, that if I put my post out there, if I put this ad out there, that people are going to say, you suck. You don't deserve it. You're a loser. Who do you think you are? You're not making as much, you know as much money as I am. You shouldn't be pretending to be the guru. Whatever the story is. everybody's stories are different, but we've got to look at those things objectively so we can see what is standing right in the way of us getting the results that we want. Because once we clear that away, it's like things just start clicking, you know? Just start clicking.
0: Yeah, I'm reflecting on a a number of the authors I get to work with. And we do a lot of work around using your voice and being seen. And that tends to be a topic that brings up a lot for many people. Uh, We think back to when we weren't called on in class as a kid We think back to when our parents didn't listen to us when we were saying something or you know, all these examples from a long time ago that are still impacting us very really in this present moment. And especially when it comes to our businesses and having to be the, many of us are the face of these businesses if it's a service-based business. And it tends to all come up and I'm sure you've seen that too.
1: Where people really get tripped up is they work through some of these things, and they think, "Oh, well, I've had a shift; it's all good now." And when other stuff starts getting triggered, they're mad. They're like, "I shouldn't have to work through all of this other stuff. I've already worked through that other issue." And, and what we have to we what we have to do is we ha- have to find within ourselves the strength to say, "You know what? It's okay." that this is happening. It's just a lot of crap in my subconscious mind. It is what it is. I'm just going to have to keep working through this. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you can't achieve your goals. It doesn't mean that you're going to live unhappily ever after. That's not what it means. It just means you got triggered. And once you start to learn some of these different tools and techniques for shifting this stuff, That can help a lot, but I'll tell you what, I've been working with many of my clients for years and I've seen them grow so much like big, wonderful achievements and they still will fall into that victim mindset when an old unresolved insecurity gets triggered and all of a sudden it's like talking to a completely different person. Um, It's just part of the journey. And we have to make peace with that because the more that we resist it, the more stuck we become, the more we're like, this isn't fair. This isn't right. I should be further sort of digging their heels in and saying, no, I don't want to feel this way. No, I shouldn't be triggered. I should be. It's like a child having a temper tantrum. You're not getting where you want to be. So you've got to sort of make peace with the fact that this is natural, this is normal. And the more you resist, the more you push against it, the more you say, no, I'm just going to be happy all the time. I'm just going to pretend that this stuff doesn't bother me. The more stuck I see people become.
0: And I'm so grateful we're having conversation like this, you know, just as you began this conversation, part of your passion for your show was to highlight that everyone has these experiences it doesn't matter where you're at in your life or your business or the accolades or the money it's it's here for everyone And i think bringing light and having open honest and vulnerable conversations like this is inspiring to anyone who listens because we don't have to become the the weight of the issue we can acknowledge it and use tools like hypnotherapy or having coaches and mentors that just kind of you know hold us outside of that mm-hmm. for a moment. So I'm very grateful that we can have this conversation. And I'd love to hear about you know what you're building next, where you where is your heart and where is your sights going as you build the rest of your business.
1: I will always love working with my clients one-on-one. And because of capacity issues, I've had to come up with new ways of working with clients where I can still work with clients one-on-one. But in a slightly different way. So I've launched my, um, my inner circle coaching, mentoring, and mastermind, which is um, a way that I can still work with people, you know, one-on-one, but providing additional support. I also have my inner game Academy, which is something I continue to build out. That really is a passion project of mine. It is really taking all of these tools. there's, I think I ca- counted over 60 hypnosis audios right now in the inner game Academy on all different subjects, business related, um, self-love, self-confidence, all the stuff, um, EFT videos on all of the most common challenges, fear of failure, fear of success, um, you know, getting discouraged, imposter syndrome, all the stuff there's um, affirmations in there that people can listen to. I have sort of this proprietary formula that I use with um, certain subliminal um, processes for releasing resistance and for reconditioning the mind to really believe in yourself. Um, And then of course there's mindset trainings and things like that in there and a whole section um, from incredible people like yourself who are industry experts, they're experts at their thing, business related, doesn't matter if it's sales, marketing, um, creating your perfect webinar, um, how to set up your your, uh, legal entity for your business, like all of these different things that are additional support um, trainings and masterclasses and stuff like that. And I've made it so incredibly affordable. It's like, it's $97 a month. And um, that is something that I'm going to continue to build up because there are so many incredible people who are being called to do their work and they're getting in their own way. And it's not always feasible for some people to hire a coach. Um, This is a more affordable option. Or if they are working with someone else, this is a wonderful supplement to that because now we're really working on your mindset stuff. Let's, let's get in your head, right? Let's do some hypnosis. Let's, let's recondition your mind to be the successful business owner that you want to be. So that is something that I'm going to continue to build out and grow out. It's already like incredible incredibly built out. There's so much in there that it's almost ridiculous that it's only $97 a month. Um, but I have no intention of raising that because I think that I know for the first couple of years in my business, I struggled financially. I had so many money mindset issues. It was crazy, 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 crazy. And, um, I want to make sure that and supporting people who need it no matter what level they're at.
0: A lot of our listeners are women entrepreneurs who have these big goals for themselves. They see themselves building the empire and yet they might still get tripped up by some of these subconscious beliefs. So what would your just heartfelt words be to that woman who's experiencing that right now?
1: If it's in your heart, it. It, it is so possible. You would not have the desire in your heart if it was not possible. That is your inner being calling you is saying, this is what we are here to do. Yeah. You're going to have to clean up a lot of stuff along the way. What's the alternative? Doing nothing, staying small, staying stuck, not fulfilling your heart's calling your 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 purpose your gift there's nothing more fulfilling than someone else's gratitude for being a gift in their life i mean you have the choice you have the choice you can allow your fears to stop you you can allow your doubts to stop you you can allow your old unhealed shame to stop you Or you can put on your big girl pants and say, I'm going to do this.
0: All right. Big girl pants on everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Alicia. I always love talking to you. You have such a grounded approach to everything in life. And thank you for being you and being here today.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you, Bridget
0: all right everyone go check out everything that alicia is doing in the show notes below and share this episode with a friend you know needs to hear that message of putting their big girl pants on today we'll be back in just a couple days with a new episode another great episode of she Built empires if you are loving this series and these conversations as much as i am please give us a follow on instagram as well we are at She Builds Empires podcast on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe, rate and review this show and as always share this with a friend who just needs this type of inspiration. What you can now feel by listening to just a couple of the episodes is these are inspiring women. They are showing us what is possible. What we can build when we put our mind and our heart into something we just keep up, we trust, we build a community, we do something in alignment with our values. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the show and make sure to tune in for our next episode.